Hello out there, this is Peter Bergman. You've got Oz in your ears, and you're about to hear the July 20th, 2011 edition of Everything, Everything You Know Is Wrong. Well, we're still handling the debt ceiling crisis, the crisis that didn't have to happen, but there it is in our laps, threatening our economy, the world economy. It's a bummer any way you look at it. Well, at least the White House can uh, take some sort of comfort in the fact that they are winning the PR battle. There are polls that have been taken recently on how the public is responding, and they show that Obama is clearly winning a legislative argument in terms of public opinion for the first time in his presidency. In addition to having a 22-point lead on his deficit proposal versus the House GOP's cut, cap, and balance, he leads uh, 38% to 31%. When asked if the debt ceiling should be raised, 38% say yes, which is sharp reversal from June when a plurality opposed it, 39 to 28. When, when the people that are polled are told that the debt ceiling would jeopardize payments to Social Security recipients and military personnel, 49% supported increasing it and 43% opposed it. Well, you know, as they say, you are watching public opinion shift as people are learning more about the debate. Oh, really? By the way, one smart Republican said to another one yesterday, so it's reported, if only this party hadn't gotten themselves trapped by the debt ceiling, they might have a better shot at winning the larger argument. Like the White House? Let's get some further perspective on this brouhaha. The research arm of the consulting firm McKinsey recently took a look at the data on debt levels in a number of countries with so-called developed economies. We're one of them, of course. What they found would probably surprise most Tea Partiers. I think most of the true facts in the world would surprise them. The U.S.'s overall debt, which is government debt plus individual household debt plus corporate debt and bank debt, when compared to our GDP, which is how most economists look at these things, is actually much lower than many other developed nations. Overall, the U.S. and its citizens owe a little over $41 trillion. That, of course, is a lot of money, but when compared to the U.S. GDP, it's not a shockingly bad number. In fact, it's pretty good when compared to other nations. The U.S.'s debt is equal to 275% of our GDP. That's our annual GDP, not our net worth. That percentage for the United Kingdom is over 450%. Japan, the miracle, their overall debt to GDP is about the same as the UK. Spain comes in nearly at 350%, and France's debt is about 300%. So we doing pretty good. Our debt level is about the same as Germany, which everyone thinks is pulling off an economic miracle these days. But more importantly than that, the US appears to be the only developed country where the overall debt level is falling. Says Stephen Dunaway, a senior fellow at the Council on Foreign Relations, the U.S. doesn't have a debt problem, but we're doing a good job of creating one with the debt ceiling debate. Yes, we are in the midst of a created crisis. And this crisis reverberates well beyond the federal government. The state governments, which issue tons of bonds, are connected with the quality and, you know, and the ratings of the federal government. Now, Moody's has just warned that five states are in danger of losing their top-rated AAA credit ratings just a week after both Moody's and Standard & Poor's told the, the uh, United States government the same thing. You know, it is ironic that they're, they're thinking of downgrading the Treasury notes from AAA when these same bozos gave all those toxic credit default swaps 
triple A ratings, although they were backed by nothing but ultra toxic mortgages. Oh my. Anyway, it appears that Maryland, New Mexico, Virginia, Tennessee, and South Carolina face downgrades because of their heavy reliance on federal revenue. See, quote, should the U.S. government's rating be downgraded to a small a, number one or lower, these five states' ratings could likely be downgraded as well, said Moody's. You see, if the federal government is defaulting or losing their rating, state bonds, which basically also depend on federal revenue and are much poorer in relationship with the federal government, are also going to take a huge hit. Well, Virginia Governor Bob McDonald said, I'm very unhappy. In fact, we're furious, as he said during a news conference. A spokesman for Maryland Governor Martin O'Malley was more measured, telling the Washington Post that Moody's hasn't done anything yet. It's not surprising they would reevaluate, considering we have a large number of federal employees and federal contractors. Well, it's a big deal. And if those freshman bozos in the House make this happen, they are going to live to regret it. You see, to them, it's a pissing contest. Most of them have no background in economics and public finance. They are schoolyard bullies who are dead set on bringing the principal down. And it doesn't hurt when the new principal is black. Let me give you an example. There is no reason, said freshman Alabama Representative Mo Brooks, there is no reason to call this thing a default. The issue is whether to have an increase in the debt ceiling. He's a freshman who sometimes notes that he studied economics at Duke University. There will not be a default of our credit unless the president decides on his own to breach our obligation to our creditors. That's an entirely separate issue from raising the debt ceiling. But nevertheless, the president has acted like not raising the debt ceiling is equivalent to a default. It's absolutely not equivalent to a default to our creditors. Oh. My, where did this man study? What Duke University is he talking about? Here's another quote. I have a challenge for the president. I dare him. I double dare him to even think about cutting Social Security for the people who collect it and dealing with the pay for the military, said Pennsylvania Representative, another freshman, Tom Marino. Quote, the Republicans are not going to cut Social Security. We're going to make sure that it's out there and it's out there on time. This Yahoo is double daring the president? I'm in sixth grade and these people have the economic future of this country and perhaps the world in their hands. Holy moly. Let's finish with freshman Illinois representative Joe Walsh, who circulated a letter which he said was signed by roughly 50 members asking the House GOP leadership to publicly disavow the last-ditch debt limit proposed pitched by Senate Republican leader Mitch McConnell. He's vowing not to bring it up for a floor vote in any form. These people are high-bound, ignorant ayatollahs. What are we going to do about it? We don't have time to recall them. We don't have time to do anything, it seems. Well, I'll keep you up to date on a day-by-day -day basis on the debt ceiling soap opera starring the <laughs> 50 freshmen versus the rest of the sane world. Even the, the Senate is coming around, but this is hardly over. It is far from over. And these antics prove once again that everything you know is wrong.